Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. You're listening to Real Adventures for BF Goodrich Tyres. Escape with BF Goodrich Tyres and Thirsty Camel and Great Northern, the perfect outdoor companions. You're listening to Real Adventures for BF Goodrich Tyres. Escape with BF Goodrich Tyres and Thirsty Camel and Great Northern, the perfect outdoor companions. It's time for Red's tip for New Age Caravans. Visit your New Age Caravan dealer today. Start your summer adventure. With a new age caravan, newagecaravans.com.au. Uh, Redmond. Yes. Driving in a following sea. We saw a few videos sort of floating around mm. uh, on social media, and it's come off a bit of the back of the conversation we had a few weeks around, a few weeks ago around um, driving in the dark. Yep. You're taking the stabby back after catching a couple of thumping bluefin tuna, but driving in a following sea, what to look for. And, and things to, to try and evade and make sure you don't get stuck with because we saw a, uh, a commercial boat capsized by really poor driving. Um, I think it was posted by JV Marine World, but it was obviously a video from overseas. Yeah, so the we're going to cover two things. We're going to cover following sea as in just following sea in the ocean. You got a sea coming behind you. And then we're going to cover a little bit of into a bar or how to cross a yep. bar with a following sea. So coming in with the following sea into a, into a place where waves will break. Now, first of all, in the ocean, if you're coming in with a following sea, it's a lot about control of your trim. Now, you've got to have trust in the driver too as well. I'm talking if it gets a bit hairy. Yep. But even if it's simple, doing the starting with small waves, like as in small chop and understanding how to get your boat to sit better in the water is um, really important. Now, if you're driving with the waves coming behind you, so following sea, so they're pushing, uh, they're coming in from the back of you and you're driving with it. That's what is called a following sea. Now, when it's... When you've got your boat in the water, you've got a picture that if you're pushing something forward, it tends to try and move to the side and broach. If, like, I'm yeah, talking if your about, boat is, isn't lined up directly straight, yep, it is going to move. It's, gonna, it's always going to try and pull one way. Now, how to make this hap- not happen and um, avoid broaching, as it's known, is to control your boat with your trim. So it's about trimming your engine at all times. Now, Pat, you've seen me drive a boat. I'm constantly trimming my engine to do with where I am at any time I'm I'm at that wheel. It's always about one hand on the throttle at all times, unless it's super calm, and the other one on the wheel. Now, I'm constantly using my trim. If I'm going up a wave, like if I'm like the other day coming back with those three, four, five meter swell, I've got the engine trimmed out quite a long way to pull the nose out of the water, so the nose goes up the wave and doesn't dive into the wave. You don't want it to bury. You don't want to bury your nose, and that's where things go wrong because it throws your boat to the side. Yep. People not only and can you flip easy way to capsize. It's easy way to throw someone out of a boat yep. and to throw someone into the side of a boat. It can really hurt someone in a in a following sea when you've got waves coming from behind and you don't use the trim of your your boat properly so it's about just playing with it you'll feel the boat you, you can hear it in the engine you can hear when your engine's working to when it's revving it's two different things yep. and you play with your engine and you get your nose out 
not too far. You don't want to be slapping. When you're on a head-on seat, I know we're not talking about it, you might want to trim your engine in a bit rather than, because you don't want to be on a head-on. Your nose is going up and down really hard. So that's a whole other another topic. Now, if you're coming into a bar, when you've got waves coming into a bar, the best thing to do and the smartest thing to do is ride a wave. You follow the wave in, but you don't ride it like a surfer. You ride it on the back of the wave. So you're actually sitting behind the wave, not letting the one behind you catch you. So there's, say you're coming in in the surf beach, you've got a set of six, seven waves coming in. The wave, you pick your time to go in, and you're going to Which sit- is ideally the back end of the swell. Yeah, the end of it. You yep. can, you, in a set, Pat, between five and eight waves, you can nearly count them. It's going to be, that's what comes through in an average set. I know when it's rougher and it's bigger, you're going to have in, waves in between, but I'm talking a set wave, which is quite often what catches people out. You're going to hold yourself on the back of the wave, not in front. You're going to sit on it and ride it in from behind. Um, in the video we watched, this guy literally rode, rode the wave in and flipped his boat in between a passage, which is so dangerous to do because there's rocks and there's other boats coming in and out. And it's sort of like it was looked like Lakes Entrance Bar in a way. I know it wasn't, but it looked similar it to did. that. Yep. And you've got to remember this tide, which causes waves too. So you've got to think that waves will slow down as it approaches the bar. At the tide, if you've got an outgoing tide, which is the most dangerous time to cross a bar, will lift the wave up. So sit on the back of it, let it break and fizzle out, and then you can motor to either the next one or into the bar. You done? I'm done. All I right. could have went for hours then, but you had to, you had to, had to wrap it up. That was Red's tip for New Age Caravans. It's time for the flying gaff for Thirsty Camel and Great Northern, the perfect outdoor companions. Now, Redmond, you've got a little sneaky gaff. You've yeah. got a gaff for uh, a couple of men that kept... Um, well, it was just one man. And stole. I've uh, got it. It's stole. It's stealing. Um, fisheries officers found a man at the Rye boat ramp, so locally to myself, sort of, across the bay, had seven calamari in his possession when they jumped on the boat and checked, which is perfect. You're allowed 10 per person. The only drama was um, he had a plastic bag with another 10 calamari hidden in the back of the boat. <laughs> so 500 bucks fine? That's all he gets. So I'm nearly going to gaff fisheries here because I'm tipping he's done it before. 500 bucks fine. So don't go taking more than you need or more than you're allowed to have. My gaff heads across the border, Redmond. Um, I just, I, I understand and you know I am all about sustainability and making sure that we're protecting the fish stocks as much as possible. Um, but a three-year ban... And the the how detrimental that would be to recreational fishermen and local country towns that rely on tourism because of the snapper fishery in South Australia, um, I just think needs a, a serious thought. Needs another review. Absolutely, it does. So the commercial sector that takes you know that's responsible for sixty to seventy percent of the of the snapper fishery. That's I think where. The, the rules and regs need to be revisited with and we understand everyone has a job to do and there's there's recreational um, jobs that are uh, sorry commercial jobs that are at yep. risk with that but in terms of the greater good and the tourism that's that the it thing. affects you said commercial guys yes it is their job but you got to remember if they're still taking their quota that quota won't be there in three years correct is that, if that makes sense so yep. they're going to wipe like, no I'm saying they're doing a bad job but I'm saying that it's the, it's the rules and regs that yep. currently exist with but we need to seriously consider if it's going to be a three-year ban, just the detrimental effects that they'd have. And on they need the- to be smarter with their plans for fishing. Like, I think Vic Fisheries are the ideal. I think their plans that they have in place... They've done a very good job. Very good job. And I think South Australia need to, three years ago, go back and put in place some more rules and regs. The National Snapper Fishery relies upon... The South Australian, which is money, the 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 South Australian snapper yep. fishery though, because that's where it all starts. So we need to get that right. But destroying 
recreational fishers opportunities to fish for them and the tourism that, that relies on it detrimental that is the gaff for this week this has been real adventures for bf goodrich tires what are you building for and for thirsty camel and great northern the perfect outdoor companions we're going fishing no you're not you're going to play footy yeah i'm going to play footy (laughs) want to witness the world's biggest football game head to iCanWin.com.au. predict australia's score with a crystal ball and it could be you and a friend at the fifa world cup guitar 2022 semi-finals all thanks to mcdonald's maccas together and loving it tnc's apply